Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Drama, drama, drama around the NFL lies and teammates hating each other. And it is Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Chris Carlin and Booger McFarlane in for Greeny today. Booger, how are you, partner? What's going on, buddy? How are we? Oh, we're rolling. We're rolling. We're going to get started right away, and we want you to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up, and fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. We start today where... The biggest story is, and that's with Aaron Rodgers bringing us to Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Booger, I don't know how else to put it. I don't care whether you're vaccinated or not. If you're not, do the right things. Aaron Rodgers lied about it, and he's going to try to parse his words here when eventually he speaks about it. But ultimately, that's what happened. And I'm curious as to what's going on behind closed doors because there's been no indication that he's been doing any of the right things when it comes to this or any of the protocols. I'm curious as to your take because, for me, this is pretty cut and dry. So I don't think it's cut and dry because, one, we haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers since this story came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We haven't heard anything directly from the Packers organization since the story came out, and we don't know what was said before the season. Now, we have the quote that Aaron Rodgers says he's been immunized, and a lot of people are looking at that that says he and saying that he told the partial truth and he didn't come out and and basically give us a yes or no answer. Um, I'm going to reserve judgment until I hear from Aaron Rodgers. You know, like in most matters, sometimes things aren't as simple uh, and cut and dry as we would like. I know everyone, especially when it comes to the pandemic and the choice of vaccination, this is a really hot button topic. And it's emotional because it's it's affected a lot of people's lives and a lot of people's lives have been taken away Um, as it pertains to this particular situation. And Aaron Rodgers, he could have been a lot clearer. There's no question about that. He could have said things differently where. We could not have had to kind of try to draw what he meant. He could have been very direct. He didn't do that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a very, very smart guy. He's a very, very deep thinker. And I got to think that he used his words wisely for a reason. I just want to hear him say why he used it and why he made the comment. uh, Because his statement was basically, I'm immunized. And then he followed that with, you know, it's it's a personal choice whether or not my teammates get vaccinated and blah, blah, blah. So I want to know what he was saying really then and what he feels now. Yeah, well, this is this is my issue is that you're right. Aaron Rodgers is a smart guy. I do wonder sometimes if he thinks that he's a whole lot smarter than he actually is. But he during the entire offseason – He played up all of the drama, whether we want to admit that or not, around his situation. But then we come to this. And when you say you're immunized, you want people to believe that you're vaccinated. To me, that's the problem here. Well, that's an assumption, Chris. I mean, mean, it's a pretty safe assumption, isn't it? Well, you are saying something in hopes that people will take it as you are being vaccinated. Yes, Yes, and to me, that's hoping people understand or, or hoping people believe that is, in essence, lying about it to me. When, yeah, because see, to me, either you lied or you didn't, okay? Yeah. The essence of did. lying? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's something that just kind of – I understand what you mean. Mm. The bottom line is Aaron Rodgers did not tell the 100% truth, and I think that's why social media in America has a problem with that. However, I do want to hear from him. I do want to hear what the word immunized meant, meant to him. And also, don't we need to hear from the Green Bay Packers? Because the Green Bay Packers have to have uh, COVID protocols in place like they are required by the NFL. So if he is indeed not vaccinated, then – don't we need to hear why the Packers haven't had these protocols in place? Uh, absolutely, we do. Okay. And and that's what I want to know is, all right, we've seen him in press conferences without a mask and such. And look, Carson Wentz isn't vaccinated. And you, every time you've seen him do these, he has done all the things that you're supposed to do. What I'm curious about, Booger, at this point is what's going on behind the scenes? Is he doing that? Is he wearing masks in meetings? Is he doing all the things, following the protocols that you're supposed to when you are around your teammates? Because to me, and you please tell me if I'm wrong here, if you're a teammate and that goes on and then you see this yesterday and it turns out he's not vaccinated when he kind of led everybody to believe that he was, I'm pretty ticked off because we have a massive game this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, the game is massive. Uh, I would be ticked off if I didn't know any better. Um, I got to think that, again, this doesn't necessarily fall on Aaron Rodgers as it falls on the entire organization because most facilities have cameras up. That's how the NFL is monitoring what's going on. That's how they monitor what happened in Tennessee last year. You got cameras up in the building, and the NFL can access this footage and see who's doing what. These guys have trackers on. Like You can know who's sitting where, who who is coming in contact with, Uh, each other so there are so many different things put in place by the NFL inside the locker room we shouldn't have to guess all we should have to do is for the NFL to call the Green Bay Packers hey can we see blah 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 can Mm -hmm. we see your video footage can we see your tracker information can we see x y and z and if that if they get that they'll be able to know it I don't think it necessarily sure he has responsibility in this but the overarching responsibility falls on the organization because you have to treat every player the same under COVID protocols. If you are vaccinated, here are your rules. If you are not vaccinated, here are your rules. This is clearly defined by the NFL COVID protocols. So as much as we're trying to blame and play the gotcha game with Aaron Rodgers, what about playing the same game with the Green Bay Packers? Oh, listen, the Packers are absolutely at fault here. And to me, it's not even the gotcha game. It's it's just more, if Rodgers is not doing all that stuff behind the scenes, and we don't know. Uh, okay, but if he's not doing all those right things, yes, the Packers are responsible to monitor him. But when is he responsible for his own behavior? When is he responsible for keeping in mind his teammates that are around him all the time? And see, that's where we get into, Chris, the whole idea that's going around America right now with the personal choice and, you know, everything that's going on with Kyrie Irving in, in New Jersey and in Brooklyn and, and, and that whole deal. Um there is a personal and individual choice that the NFL gave every player. And then there is the teamwork aspect that you're getting vaccinated not only for yourself, but you're getting vaccinated for your teammates also. So we can try to uh, protect everyone and work our way toward herd immunity eventually. So um, it's a slippery slope, man, because we've seen Cole Beasley come out against a vaccine and he's gotten ridiculed. We've seen Kyrie come out and he's gotten ridiculed. I'll give this to them, though. They've been honest about it. Well, see, you're operating, again, you're right, 
you're operating under the assumption that Aaron Rodgers has been dishonest, which I do not want us to go to today, and you've already been there. So, um, yeah, did he tell the 100% truth? No, based on what we know now. I'm not willing to call him a lie just yet till I hear from him. Now, when I hear from him and he gives me some BS answer, then I'll call him a lie. Well, I just want to know what he's going to say. This has been Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And we're going to get into this more. There's also plenty of drama around Odell Beckham Jr., as there always seems to be. And we've got actual football tonight to get into. And later do, on, I'm curious. Do we? we do. It's the Jets and Mike White against the Indianapolis Colts. And why... I think it's actually a great thing for the Jets to get into a quarterback controversy if that is something that oh, develops. Wow. I absolutely think it's a really, really good thing. Oh, uh, wow. We have so much more coming. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at Keys to Progress. Dot com. It's Chris Carlin and Booger McFarlane in Fort Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. So who's right, Odell Beckham or Baker Mayfield? We discuss in moments on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Odell Beckham Jr. also isn't the fault of all the problems with the Cleveland Browns offense, but Odell Beckham Sr., his father, takes to Instagram and posts an 11-minute video showing all the instances where Odell Beckham Jr. was open this season and Baker Mayfield did not get him the football We'll get to Odell and his father and Baker Mayfield and the whole situation in Cleveland in just a moment. It's Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, and on your smart speaker by saying, play ESPN Radio. According to Forbes, companies are working to fill millions of jobs in an epic hiring spree. So where do they turn? ZipRecruiter, of course. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates and makes it easy to invite your top choices to apply. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Booger, before we move on to Odell, Rob Domofsky from ESPN NFL Nation covers the Packers. He was on this morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max and really outlined the timeline here between the league and how Aaron Rodgers was trying to make this work and basically say that what he had done was close enough to being vaccinated where 
he should be considered vaccinated. Here's Rob Domofsky. They went back and forth for a month in August with appeals and ultimately the league, the union and a joint infectious disease expert deemed him unvaccinated. He would not get an exemption. So everyone has known this. The team has known this. They've tried to get him to wear masks in press conferences or do it on Zoom. He has not. The league fully knows that he's been doing this. So why why they haven't tried to put a stop to it. And I think Kirk Cousins in, in Minneapolis might be doing the same thing. I think he's doing his press conferences in person and, and he is unvaccinated. He has been public about about it. So who the onus is on is probably a little bit on everybody. But if you're the team, I mean, can you, you can't hold a guy down, strap a mask to his face before you send him into the media auditorium. I'm not sure what else you do. What's your take on this? And, and I know you're very much holding the Packers accountable as they should be. So where where is the line here for what they should have done to handle this better? Well, I think there's accountability on everyone. As you heard Rob Demosky say that Everyone knows. So, like, this is nothing new. Like, I, I'm not sure what are we, like, are, are we investigating now? Like, there's really nothing to, to investigate. We've all known he's unvaccinated. We've all known how he's doing his press conferences. The Packers know how he walks around the building. His teammates know all of that. I'm sure everyone knows. So the fact that we're surprised now or we're waiting on the NFL to do something is, is really kind of laughable because everyone knows. Now, I think everyone wants the NFL to do something. Just like they want the NFL to release 650,000 emails. But that's not going to happen. I, I guarantee you that's not going to happen. Uh, outside of a, a, a presidential appeal, I doubt that's going to happen. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see where this goes because Aaron Rodgers is one of the preeminent faces uh, of our league, um, the reigning MVP. And I think we all in America are just a little emotional also, Chris. Because we were so looking forward to seeing Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes play for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to yet be robbed of that again. And so I think we're all of that com- combined and put into one has us really on edge right now about this situation. And we want something to happen. Something has to happen because we don't get Rodgers versus Mahomes while Kansas City is reeling. I think that if I'm not mistaken, Green Bay was a favorite in Kansas City. So with all that going on, you throw into the uh, mix the vaccination emotion that runs around America, and you can see why we land where we land today. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. And at the same time, you know, for Rodgers at this point, I have to be, I'll be frank about it, that over what's happened over the last six to eight months with Rodgers, I'm normally a guy when it comes to the NFL booger that is 100% going to side with the player. And at the beginning of it, his whole drama with wanting to get out of the Packers, I actually did side with him. If he wanted to go, I feel like considering how NFL contracts are structured, you have leverage, you have to use the hammer when you can. But then it just became more and more drawn out, and it felt like he wanted all of that attention along. So am I a little bit jaded toward Aaron Rodgers at this point? Admittedly, absolutely. But if I'm somebody that was in a meeting room with him, and he's not doing the right things, that's going to tick me off. Well, don't just get ticked off today. You should have been ticked off back in August. Yep. So, you know, having, having hindsight, emotional anger, it doesn't do us any good, okay? If, if you were bothered back then, I'm sure you could have made a plea to the NFLPA or to mm. someone, uh, but nobody's going to do that because this is your quarterback. Without him, you have zero chance. Okay, you have zero chance to do anything. You're going to put Jordan Love on the field, and I guarantee you guys at practice have seen what Jordan Love looks like. 
And they know that right now, going into Kansas City, it's going to be a tall hill uh, to climb. So, yeah, players aren't going to turn on their quarterback. Um, you know, and, and everyone throws out these scenarios. Well, uh, if I were a player in my, and, I, and I had a child that has a com, um, comprised um, autoimmune syndrome or something like that, how would I feel right now? Yeah, of course you would feel bad. Okay, but I guarantee you, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have waited until now to come out and say that. And so I got to think taking everybody inside the locker room, the locker room is a brotherhood, man. Like this is how we get down. Like if you're going to be a really good team, you got to stick together. So I think that guys knew and guys know now where Aaron Rodgers stood and where he stands now. And I got to think no one in that locker room has a problem with it. Otherwise, we would have heard about it before now. Just because he tested positive for COVID, now let's not have revisionist emotion and and revisionist anger about what you should have been angry about back in August. Here's the other part. You mentioned the line, and the line is now – the line started as of this past Sunday, if I have this correct – at Chiefs minus two and a half. So it's very close, right? That means on a, a neutral field, this is basically a pick'em game at that point. If you had to guess, what do you think the line is right now? Chiefs minus eight and a half, nine? Seven and a half. Yeah. Good guess. Excellent guess. It was worth five full points right there. Not surprising. And we'll get into the flip side of this in a bit as well on what this means for Jordan Love in his debut coming up. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month, no contract, and get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. All right. Right off the surface, what was your take when you first heard about Odell Beckham's father and the videotape that was put out and then the subsequent response from it? Well, um, I still have not seen the video. I can only imagine. Um, I, I first wondered where he got the video from because putting together an 11-minute video is not the easiest thing to do, especially when you're isolating each time someone is open. That means you have to have have done the tedious task of going through, or somebody did the tedious task (laughs) of going through and and, and isolating all these. So when I heard it uh, and and I understood what was on the video, even though I haven't seen it, the video came from somebody in a video department or some type of, um, some type of person that is very, very well versed in NFL film. So either it came from Odell's camp or either Odell's dad knows somebody that knows how to work, uh, work exos and all that good stuff. So I think Odell knew about the video. That's number one. Okay. I said all that to say this. I think Odell, Odell knew about the video. I also think that it was a well-timed, um, choice in hopes of maybe getting traded out of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to go. Um, everyone knows Odell's an LSU Tiger. I'm an LSU Tiger, but it just doesn't sit well. He had one target uh, or one catch for three yards the other day. I mean, Odell Beckham still has plenty of juice. I mean, he can still go. From a talent standpoint, he's still a top five wide receiver talent in football, but the production hasn't matched the talent in Cleveland. 
And I think that's why all football minds are like, this is not mixing. This is not meshing together because you have a team led by Kevin Stefanski that wants to be a run-oriented play-action team. Well, Odell Beckham is a volume guy. Like He needs touches. Okay, he needs the ball in his hands eight to ten times every Sunday. And in order to do that, you probably got to target him 15 times. Well, when you have a run-based play-action first offense, that's not going to that's that's not necessarily going to happen. And it, and if it does, it's not going to be consistently every Sunday. So he wants out. Cleveland has basically said they want him out by the lack of use in which they're um, targeting him. And so it's like, okay, let's go ahead and get it done. Why this is taking so long, I have no idea. Shefty came out and said that the reports were that the Saints offered something for Odell Beckham. I mean, unless it was a seventh, I got to think if the Saints offered the Cleveland Browns a four, I would have made that deal because sometimes it's addition by subtraction and that would have been a win-win for both teams. Right now, I think when this is all said and done, he's played his last down for the Cleveland Browns. It just came out. Uh, I think Kimberly Martin just tweeted out that Odell has been excused today. He has. So that's yep. two days in a row. Yep. Okay. He's, he's not coming tomorrow. He's not going to play this week. So what are we doing here besides twiddling our thumbs and wasting time? We ultimately know what the inevitability is going to end at. He is not going to be a Brown. So why they didn't trade him at the trade deadline, I have zero idea, Chris. It's The only thing other, other part of it that I can look at is who's picking up the remainder of the money that he's making this coming year. You know, did it have to do with salary cap? And like we saw with the Rams with Von Miller, they give up a second and a third so that the Broncos would pay nine of the nine and a half million dollars remaining on his contract this year. Now, Odell's contract goes beyond that. Let's hear from Kevin Stefanski on this situation because all indications are he's pretty much told his team that they are moving forward without Odell. Odell will not be out there. He's been excused. Uh, Andrew Barry and his representatives are, are continuing to talk. Uh, so for de- today, Odell will not be out there. Yeah, I think they're discussing a lot of things. Uh, and, and the truth is, guys, I don't have a ton of details for you. Um, I'm happy to answer as much as, as I can. But I think some things we'll, we'll know more as, as the you know as we go. What kind of distract- he asked to be released? Yeah, again, that's something that I think his reps and Andrew would talk through. What kind of distraction is this for you, Kevin, with those videos and every, all the, just all this talk? Yeah, I think, Jeff, we work really hard uh, in this building to, to concern ourselves with things that, that are going on in this building and concern ourselves with the Cincinnati Bengals, and, and that's really where we get laser-focused on the task at hand. Are you preparing to play Sunday without Odell at this point? I'm really just worried about today, Jake. He's excused today. So here's where I am, Booger. I watched Odell here in New York, and it obviously got uglier toward the end. You know, you mentioned the idea that that videotape for his father came from somewhere else. I mean, Odell sat down with Josina Anderson, we remember, and basically was hammering the quarterback, uh, Eli Manning at the time, about his situation. I, I, I look at Odell Beckham, and I do believe there's something left, but I have to wonder, is the juice worth the squeeze at this point? Because I look at his career numbers, he's been banged up a lot, and the majority of the big numbers that he has put up in his career came in the first three seasons. So if I'm going to deal with the headache, am I going to get enough in return? It feels like Terrell Owens back in the day, except we knew that T.O. was one of the all-time great receivers. We don't doubt Odell's talent. It's just everything else that comes with it. 
Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Uh, the first three years, he was relatively healthy in New York. Then, remember, I think uh, the one down year he had, he got hurt. Um, and then the, the the trade, I may maybe missing a year somewhere in there. But I think overall, uh, when Odell Beckham is healthy, uh, he's still a top five talent in the league. And I think the production would be there if he had a bona fide, legit guy quarterback. Eli Manning, future Hall of Famer Eli Manning, the numbers were really, really good because Eli understood how to get him the ball. Eli was a Eli was enough of a presence where he could dictate, hey, man, I got this. I'm the but, quarterback. But even at the last couple of years, though, he wasn't happy with Eli. I understand. I mean, the Giants were not necessarily achieving the, the goals that they set, so I wouldn't have been happy with Eli either. Plus, Eli was toward the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to be with somebody of, of equal yoke, man, somebody on the same level, somebody that's a top five to ten talent at the quarterback position that can get him to football. Okay, Eli at the end of his career was not that. Baker Mayfield is not that. So I want to see Odell with Aaron Rodgers, with Matthew Stafford, with somebody that's got arm talent that can get him to football in an offensive scheme that I can say definitively that he doesn't have it anymore. Because right now, one target a game? Like, I don't know if you've ever played receiver in your life, Chris. I highly doubt it based on your physical physique. (laughs) But playing receiver, I can go out and play receiver and get one target, okay? And I'm 282 pounds. All right. So imagine, and, and, and I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure you're close to that, but you're a lot older. Uh, and so I'm also, it, it, uh, I'm, a, I'm a year or two older. And I'm. Uh, oh, you're way older than that. And I'm, uh, more, I'm more than 282. Well, that's not good. I'm not going to make you divorce. No, that's uh, not good. The first number is three. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. Okay. As long as the number behind three is not two, then you're in good shape. Um, <laughs> Odell, from a talent standpoint, has still got juice. So imagine how he, how he feels out there running routes time after time, and, not, and he's not getting the ball. I'll tell you how he feels. He feels 11 minutes worth of video bad, okay? That's how bad he feels, okay? Because the video came out, and I guarantee you, when it's all said and done, uh, in a private moment, Odell either knew about the video or he knows where the video came from and how it was made. Yeah, I, my problem here is, Let's, all right, for instance, you mentioned the Rams, right? The Rams just let go of Deshaun Jackson because Deshaun Jackson was not happy with his situation with the Rams. Yeah, but Deshaun's a one-trick pony. He's a go-ball guy. Other than that, he's not going to run you a deep no, end it, cut or it, a deep slant. And I'm not comparing the two in terms of their skills. But what I'm saying is when they just got rid of a guy because of that, and they didn't feel like he was a, a good presence in the locker room, are they going to go out and add another headache at this point? Another potential headache at this point? Probably not, but I'm just throwing out teams that have right. legit quarterbacks. You could throw out uh, uh, who else? I'm, I'm trying to think. Indianapolis, Carson Wentz. When Carson Wentz, before the last debacle last Sunday, he was 14 TDs or uh, 13 TDs and one pick. So he was playing really, really good football. Give him a legit quarterback. The question marks around Baker Mayfield only make – the uncomfortable atmosphere between the two uh, grow even more uncomfortable. So give him a guy. Prime example. Remember Antonio Brown when he was with everyone else? Mm -hmm. Have you heard from Antonio Brown since he's been with Tom Brady? No. No, there was a lot that went on. That's my point, though. But he got to the point where he needed to tighten it up to save his career. And so does Odell. Odell needs to tighten it up. Like we are, we are honestly. You are on national radio questioning Odell Beckham Jr. whether the whether the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah, so you're, you're questioning it. Yep, and I think justifiably so. 
Because we've seen it happen with two teams now. We had one team that handed him all the money and less than a year later traded him away. Well, he, and, first and, of all, hey, first of all, he deserved the money and then they traded him away. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, that tells you how quickly it went sour with the Giants when they traded him away. Right. And, and we thought he was going to Cleveland and this was going to be a dynamic situation. And for one reason or another, if the quarterback's just not good enough, you know, I don't know what it is, but they feel like they're better served riding with the quarterback than with the receiver in this point. Well, I don't know if that's the case either, Chris. I think they're better served playing a, a certain style. So they're going to play the same style regardless whether it's Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum. Remember Thursday night against Denver? They played the same style. Mm-hmm. Like it, It's going to look the same. This is an offense that's predicated behind an offensive line that has Jedrick Wills, when healthy Conklin uh, uh, was a treader. Like they, they, this is a top-five offensive line, so why wouldn't you run your entire offense through the offensive line? That's what Kevin Stefanski says. It's a run game, play action, boot, get the quarterback on the edge, take deep shots, uh, control the ball, be physical, hammer you regardless of who the quarterback is. So, yeah, this is not necessarily about the quarterback talent. This is about the play caller and the style in which they want to play in Cleveland. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet pet protection becomes uh, free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. One last part of this. Let's hear from Baker Mayfield uh, for his side because there is kind of an intriguing dynamic here once the Odell part of it gets solved. The allegations uh, since that was made yesterday was that you're deliberately not throwing Odell the ball on purpose. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you make of that? That's, that's, yeah, it's deliberately not throwing the ball to uh, an extremely talented player that I've uh, done a lot of work with is um, it's an opinionated statement. I'll say that. Are you hurt that this is the route he chose to voice his frustration? Um... Hurt? No. Surprised? Yes. I've had conversations with his dad before, man to man, face to face. I was pretty surprised by the video and you know the the intentions and the feelings behind it. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. But hurt? No. I'm good. If he's back, then we'll work through it. I can put my ego and pride to the side to to win because that's all I care about is winning. Okay. Here's my question. Once this is kind of solved here, do the Browns at that point have to be wary of Baker's relationship with other teammates with how this played out because Baker played a role here too, and we can't ignore that. What role did Baker play? Baker played the role of insinuating yesterday that there's no relationship between the two of them right now, and you heard what he had to say there. I think he, in speaking about it publicly, is, that's probably not the best way to go. Well, I'm, I'm going to disagree again. I mean, it's amazing. You and I are disagreeing a lot today. Maybe <laughs> did, did you wake up on the on the wrong side of the bed today? Oh, I think I woke up on the right side of the bed. Man, I, I'm. Li- I mean, some of the things that you're spewing out of your mouth on national radio. My goodness, um, when it's facts. Anyway. Well, it's not necessarily facts when you say it, it, insinuating. Insinuating is okay. I'm not going to get into an, an English definition. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Um, what Baker said yesterday is, I put a lot of work in with this guy. Okay, he's he was surprised by the way it came out. So the fact that he made that statement, I put a lot of work in, let you know that where the relationship ends. They've worked together a lot. Uh, Baker and Odell have thrown in the offseason. I think Baker Mayfield has enough problems on his plate right now. All right. He doesn't have an extension. 
Uh, he, this is his the coming up to the end of his fourth season. Uh, may he have to play on the fifth year option? Mm, most quarterbacks don't do that. Most quarterbacks aren't lame duck quarterbacks. So Baker Mayfield has got to play better because otherwise, I think a decision about his future is going to be made at the end of the season because his representatives are not going to allow him. I don't think to play on a one year deal. Cleveland is may not give him a long term extension based on the way he's playing now. So now where do we go? So so I think Baker's saying. What he said was the only thing he could say. Hey, if he's back, we'll work through it. I don't have an ego, blah, blah, blah. That's what you have to say when you're the starting quarterback for one of the 32 franchises in the NFL. Last week, Booger threw down the gauntlet. Did Bubba and Nuno follow through with have. the challenge? Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'll give it to Booger. He made a direct challenge last week, and now we get to find out whether or not there has been a response to that challenge. It's Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane. Here on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So last week, Booger decided to try something that he had never tried before. Remind our fans, Booger, exactly what it is that caught your eye and said, you know what, let's give this a shot. Yeah, it was kind of an impromptu thing. I was passing by a waxing spot, and uh, I ventured in. And one of the things that they offered for males was a back waxing. Well, seeing how as I'm getting older and uh, my tolerance for hair has become uh, less and less <laughs> over the years, I'm like, okay, let's give this a shot. And so we did it. Um, very, very good choice for me. Uh, felt like a new man. And so I just wanted Bubba and Nuno to experience that because I've seen Bubba and Nuno. Haven't seen them shirtless, nor have I seen their back. Mm. However, based on the hair on their head or lack thereof, uh, you, you can assume uh, that these are two very hairy fellas. Um, you know, sometimes Nuno wears a shirt where the button may be in the Lewis Riddick area where mm-hmm. he doesn't have the top two buttons done. And, you know, some of the uh, forest creeps out. Mm-hmm. So if it's creeping out in the front, God knows what's in the back. So I threw down the gauntlet with Bubba and Nuno get their back, actually, and their chest waxed. So that day I was getting gas at a gas station. It was right next door to a place. And 
you know, I sent you a picture of it along with Nuno, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should do this. And I didn't because I'm a gutless worm. But you challenged those two directly. Now we need to know if they answered that challenge. We start with Bubba. Ah, well, again, as I told you guys last week, and I'm not lying, I literally do not have hair on my chest, and I really don't have much hair on my back. Take off your shirt right now. <laughs> just a little, just a little <laughs> bit a, on my lower back. Boy, things got weird quickly. <laughs> However, <laughs> oh, they got weird quickly. <laughs> I accepted the challenge. I went to a place right in Simsbury, Connecticut. I strolled right in. I said, look, guys, long story short, I got to get this done for work. Don't ask questions. Lower back me. Let's go. I went in there. They threw the wax on. They did it. Came out. Then they start talking. They're like, all right, so a lot of times with uh, guys, you get a lot of ingrown stuff cooking. It's going to be come back. It could be a prom. Do you want to get the lotion? I'm like, what's that? It's going to be a prom. Fine. Sign me up. Get the lotion. So here's the receipt. Here's the lotion I bought. So I am prepared. I got a full body wax on the uh, lower back. It's smooth, clean, and I got lotion in case I have ingrown hairs. I completed the task. I'm ready to go. And I set up an appointment. I was only planning on doing a lower back because that's all I thought I needed to do. I get there, take the shirt off. She says, nah, you got that old man thing going on where there's some patches. Uh, You know, 20 minutes later, full back uh, wax. And I have the receipt to prove it. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, By the way, Bubba, you can't say full body and then specifically point to the lower back. Yeah. That's All right, just the lower back, correct. And okay, it also sounds like, Bubba, you got upsold a little bit. <laughs> I think I did, but when they told me I was going to have ingrown hairs, I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Just give me the lotion. I don't care. Yeah. It, Bubba's the guy that takes the undercoating when he buys a new car. <laughs> it's Booker and Chris in for Greeny. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.